Think about it. Absorb it. Add a little flavor to your life. Soak the knowledge. It's deep. Marinate on that. You're listening to Marinate on That. Marinate on That podcast addresses all aspects of living a greater life. To reach your full potential in life, you must focus on leading a disciplined and healthy lifestyle. Maturing your mindset is the core element for improving your life. Changing regular habits. Why is this considered a negative transition? Habits are just daily routines. Some are good and some are bad. How do we evolve in life? Tonight, we are massaging our new habits with our special guest, retired professional football player, Jerry Mackey. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I am good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad that you um, actually called in today and, well, tonight and let me talk to you. You're super, super busy and you're just a hard guy to get a hold of. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, real quick, can you tell the people a little bit about you before we jump into the subject of habits? Change your habits, change your life. Sure. Uh, I'm an ex-athlete, ex-professional athlete, played for the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Jets. Currently, I am a fitness coach and a lifestyle coach, and I do volunteer coaching for my high school football team, um, and I love it, and um, I'm loving all my clients, loving the feedback and the results right now. For people who have trouble adjusting to the healthy life, my job is to make it easier for them. Right. So I only work people who are absolutely serious about this change, you know, and um, and I'm- Why'd you say an ex-ass? Athlete. Can you be an ex-athlete? Like, I don't An ex-athlete? I thought you were just an athlete. Why an ex-athlete? Well, you know what? Ex-professional athlete. Yeah! What are you I talking think once about? You're an athlete, you don't ever change. I think once an athlete, always an athlete. So you're right. Like, I shouldn't even say that. The proper term is retired. My dad, I retired early for reasons, <laughs> but retired definitely is um is, is the proper word. So I shouldn't even said the X part. Yeah. You're right about that, Jess. You are right. When you're right, you're right. <laughs> Let's go back to a little bit before you retired from football. All right, so let me just backtrack. All right, so I grew up in Long Island, a big, big football town. I was able to excel as an athlete and a, and a student. I was off with several scholarships at a young age. Really? In about like 10th grade. Yes. Wow. I, I had my first offer. You was a superstar. From uh, University of <laughs> Indiana, 10th grade. It's, a, it's just a major blessing that I was able to do what I loved at a young age. I needed something to connect to, something for me to wake up and enjoy. Going into high school, that's when it really counted. I, I decided to sign with Syracuse University. Wonderful school. Why'd you choose One Syracuse? Just because it was closer to home? Did you have family that, that went to Syracuse? Because my uncle, my great uncle, my grandfather, his brother and he was one of the best tight ends to ever play they have an award for him it's, it's called the John Mackey Award and um, his name was John Mackey and he played at Syracuse he wore number 88 he was a very big deal he's up there with Jim Brown and Ernie Davis wow he's one of the Syracuse it was a time I remember being on the phone with Joe Paterno when he was the head coach of Penn State really and he kind of yeah he kind of figured out I was going to Syracuse because he was like yeah you know your uncle he's one of the best players I ever played against and it also kind of put a lot of pressure on me though to like do well there so so I figured it, it all made sense you know I, I feel like I handled that very well because I wasn't going there to just go to school like 
I was going there to play some fucking ball. Right, Excuse right. my language. I was going there to kick some ass. And that's all I wanted to do. That's all I thought about. Twenty four seven. Did you ever get the John Mackey award? That, that goes to the best tight end in the nation. Oh, okay, so you're not. Oh yeah, yeah, you weren't tight end. If it so, was, yeah. if it was the best <laughs> linebacker in the nation, that would have been a lot more pressure to even make it happen. I mean, yeah, that, that would have been, been crazy. Yeah. My goals were to just represent myself, my family name, and also the University of Syracuse in the utmost manner possible. Did you know that you were going to go to the league? Or, I mean, I mean, I guess that was a no-brainer. Huh? It was more of a matter of how I was going to make it. Obviously, we all want to be that top draft pick. Right. Now. You know, th- during the course of my career and the way things were going before, like, my injuries and before a lot of the adversity hit my career, I was in, I was on par to being like a, a like a like a mid to late first day pick. One of my teammates, his name was uh, Steve Franklin. He was a big offensive lineman. He came back. He was playing for the Chiefs at the time. When he came back to train with us, he was like, "Yo, Mackie, man, your name was on that board. Like going into, you know, you, you your name was up there for projected anywhere from like the third to the fifth round. Like, you know, just keep working hard. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. Like, but I always told myself, like, listen, man, I'm going big. I'm going for the gusto. And like, listen, I done donated a shoulder to this game. Right. A, a torn ligament in my elbow, a broken hand, and a torn knee. And I had to get surgery and knee for my knee in high school. I done donated like half my damn body. To right. Man. My mentality was like, I'm not going to continue to do that shit. I'm not going to be no free agent bouncing around. Like, you know, re- with respect to the league, I mean, it is a big deal because, listen, everybody can't get a free agent contract. I have teammates that I played with and I know they can play. They just weren't good enough to make it in the league and they didn't even get a tryout. So I was super fortunate and blessed to make it as a free agent. But I just knew that bounce around wasn't for me. Right. That's just how I felt at the time. Honestly, like, I was sure about that and then I just rolled with it. And, and that's how I am. I don't have no regrets either. But, you know, like I said, like, I have that level of appreciation that I got that NFL experience because that was a lifelong but dream. But shit, I, I, I feel you. I mean... I sat in the meeting. Yeah, you know, like... I, mm-hmm. I, was, I, was practicing. I earned the respect of my coaches. I earned the respect of my peers. And, um... You know, I left on my own terms. I got tired of going back in football. I was fortunate enough to go through a season with the Jets, and just that's a hometown team. So I had a lot of extra pride tied in. Yeah. You know, having somebody familiar was a cool thing, you know. So I had a lot of good times with, with my teammates, and it was a better bond. Even though the guys at Tampa Bay did treat me right, all of the older guys. That's one thing I do love, love about the league. The older players, they look out, a lot of them look out for the younger players, and they help guide them in certain ways. Like, so, this is what you want to do. This is what you want to stay away from. You got to look out for this. Like, and, and it's a brotherhood all across the league, you know. We may compete against each other, but, like, for the most part, Dudes look out for each other. Yeah, I know. I noticed I that around. You know, when we met, when we when we met, and I mean, just a different. I don't know. It's a it's a different kind of vibe around a big room full of football players. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, honestly, mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's like everyone was like family. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like everybody was like brothers. So I, I definitely, and, and you mm-hmm. still see that in the league. I mean, just knowing other football players and other athletes, you know, I, I, you can see that, you know? Do you think that has, yeah. to, has to do with um, how short-lived um, an NFL career can be and just kind of like having partially, each other's back? Yeah, partially. As a football player, you can go from being on top of the world to dealing with a whole lot of that 
versus the snap of a knee or, 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 or a system change or it happens all the time. Like one minute your career is going well and the next minute things just change really fast. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, we understand quickly. that. We, we, we bond together a little bit more. I can't speak for other sports, right. but that's why you see the camaraderie that you do. So let me ask you this. When it comes to, so so you left your career as a football player. I mean, that's a that's a big change. I mean, you played football your whole life. Your whole life. I mean, that I mean, it, it became a habit. Everything became a routine. Yep. So and it was what definitely now? a challenge because you're talking about people. People just only see, oh, you know, he's playing the league. But like, you know, the fans they don't know each individual. They don't know how most of us have been doing this since since grade school. Yeah. Know? And we've been practicing every year. It, it literally becomes a part of your life. The seasons go by just like school. That's like becomes a normal thing for so many years. Of course, like when you stop, you know, it, it's a definite shock and a definite change to your life. And, you know, it's been documented that a lot of players have had rough times with dealing with that adjustment. So, yeah, like everything is it's habitual. But, you know, that's why a lot of the players now have to understand you're not just a, a player. You know, I think we all need to just tap into other things that we love to do while we're doing what we love to do. That can, That's going to end one day. And then we all have to be prepared for that. It's going to end eventually. You got to prepare for that. So were you prepared? Hell no, I wasn't. <laughs> You're so funny. You got to be prepared for that. Hell, <laughs> hell no. Hell no, I wasn't. And, um, you know, literally like coaching, helping out coaching my boys pretty much what saved me. You know, I, I really love playing for my town, wearing that big red F on the side of my helmet. That meant something to You me. didn't just go into coaching a program, though. I mean, so you when you left the league that first morning when you woke up and you didn't have to go to the facility, what was that like? I mean, I know you had a routine. Did you keep the same routine? I mean, had it, walk me through that. Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. I was depressed. <laughs> I was on a whole different regiment from that day on. You know, but it took me a little while, to be honest, just like once I kind of got over the whole depression of not playing and not doing something I, I always did, I, I snapped right into fitness. Do you mind into a little detail about that transition? One thing about habits, it's like the subconscious mind and with the conscious mind. In our subconscious mind, that habit's put there, right? It can be changed, but it takes time it takes patience how much time did it really take for you to transition into I, I guess a normal lifestyle you have this this demanding schedule you have this time you know when the off season the is least. so how did you transition from someone not telling you what to do every day in in that depression period what are some of your thoughts and what did you do uh, I ate a lot of food I played a whole lot of video games <laughs> <laughs> and that's to be real with you I wasn't very productive in that period I guess I needed a break from just everything. I just needed a break. What's everything? I'm happy with just everything. Just all my thoughts, all my focuses, all my grind. People say grind this, grind that. Love the grind. Grind, grind, Forget grind. the grind. That, that shit is for the... It's just work. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't say grinding. But, 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 but my life was just work. I just needed a break. I took my break. So, and I was dealing with just the depart, like like the separation anxiety from having to get up and go to practice, get up and train, do this and that. You know, that was a big realization that that wasn't my life anymore. So we had to figure out, we had to regroup, figure out what the life was going to be. It took me a little good bit. Good thing I had my friends, man. I had some, I 
have some really great friends. We we just ride or die. Die with that shit. Fuck it. We going out like some beat. Habits are basically just decisions that we make and we perform them every day. I was I was doing this little research and yeah, it was Duke University and it said that habits account for 40%. That's 40% of our behavior every a given day every day right so th that's a lot i mean your your total life sums up habits right basically throughout your whole life of a football player right and it shaped who you were like you said you went into a depression it, it really does it, it it's like or, or am i going to be unhappy or am, I, am I, or, or am i going to be happy in life also am i going to be successful or am i going to be unsuccessful in life because it's a result of the habits that you you kind of went through your whole life so that being said you had to change about what you were doing every day, right? So so you can basically become a new person. Do, yeah. you, do you feel like you're a totally different person than you were then? No, I feel like I'm the same. I just apply it differently. You said about like the habits. Just better, just better. The just, good, thing about, good thing about the game is that, you know, you get what you what you put in, the more energy you put towards something, whether that be increasing your intelligence on the field or increasing your ability athletically. And I mean, that can be applied to my life. Like see, the, the only difference that I didn't have when I was going through that period was just a lack of vision. I didn't know where my next thing was gonna be. And that's a normal thing. You, we can all preach to people, oh yeah, find your passion, find your passion. Like, yeah. what are we supposed to do then? I took my time till I, can, till I found my next thing. And then once I found that, and then bam, I was on to it. And it was just like ball. Same mentality, just a different playing field now. See, habits determine who we are, like you said. It determines the outcome. I mean, if someone says they want to be, you know, they want to be sick, well, what are your habits? Do you, do you eat? Do you eat nutritiously? Do you work out? Do you take good care of your body? Are you drinking your water? Are you making sure are you taking are you are you are you taking account into your fiber intake? Yeah, are you holding yourself accountable? Exactly, but but it's it's yeah. Because if you if you if you really wanted to be fit or in better shape, I don't want to say fit. That's what or in better shape, you wanted to, you know, feel better. You wanted to lose 20 pounds and, and your, your success or failure. I mean, do you really want to be fit or do you think you want to be fit? If you really wanted to lose that 20 pounds, don't you think that you would create those good habits to where it's conducive to losing those 20 pounds? Right. Fat? If you're in a certain environment, it's, it's tougher to change. I mean, the plus for you is that you automatically removed from your environment i mean it, there was no going back to the facility so there was no kind of triggers that of course can make it so much easier to build new habits you know what i'm saying people want to separate personal and professional but i think that all rolls into one i agree you know what i like i like i'm interested in the people who have like major success i'm interested in their routines like their daily routine but i like to look at the similarities i think the one common thing is that self-discipline well let me ask you this how do you build habits that actually last? When you realize your purpose and you realize, hey, this is what I want to do, you kind of designed your life and how you and how you wanted it to be. How can a person take the steps to do that? They need to first. They need to identify what is it that they need to do. That's number one. Number two, we have to set aside time, no matter how busy we are, no matter what's going on in our life, to put aside time 
work on this project every single day. If it's that important to you, you have to have enough self-discipline to create that habit. It'll become easier. It'll become more a part of your life. I think we define habits as always bad habits, but part of a living a healthy new lifestyle is basically, you know, transforming your new knowledge to the new plan. Once people really define what habits are, we, we define habits as wrong. And I think that when you think that a habit is bad, we like, oh, we can't break that. We tell, we tell ourselves that like oh well I'm used to that I'm just used to no you're telling yourself that because you automatically think it's a bad habit it's just a routine I mean as simple as brushing your teeth a certain way you know what I'm saying or if you call your mom every night or or if you you, you, mm -hmm. you sleep with that, that favorite blanket every I'll, night you know I'll share I'll share this with the with the listeners um like one of the things that I know I want to do better is uh I want to be better with is reading at night before bed. When I used to do it, I remember the benefits of it. I want to broaden my my mind. If there's a way where I can help my my clients a lot more, like this, if there's a if there's a new way out and be more effective, I'm always looking for that. What about just my leisure, like other things that interest me, so I can stay more balanced? You know. Personally, I've been inconsistent. I need to be better because I feel like in my life that should be a great enough lot. For whatever reason, lately it hasn't been. I feel like personally, I need to take better care of myself mentally in that way where I should just be doing more leisure reading with just anything that might interest me other than just, you know, what I love, what I'm passionate about. I think that my habits with nutrition bar not like I can make nutrition habitual and reap the benefits from it so why don't I make my you know my leisure reading habitual and reap the benefits from that as well I guess we both can agree I mean I'm always enlightened by conversation with you I, I agree with you and I mean it's just it's simple you know we make things um, seems so impossible yeah. creating that process just to make life much easier I mean it just seems that if we just take the time and like you said take a break you know we can get back on track get on track to a, and transition into, an, into another lifestyle that you know that we're looking You'll forward to go ahead and with that goal if there's an alignment process that you, you can either take you know the the, the shortest distance from A to B is a straight line, but your habits is that straight line. Thank you for even opening up and discussing your transition, especially as an as an athlete who was in the professional league. Because sometimes we know a lot of people we don't get to look inside the life of the transition and I'll let them know where they can find you and follow you and maybe get in touch with you. I mean, because you you hold so much knowledge, so much information. People can find me on Instagram at Jerry the Great J with a three instead of an E J three R R Y T H E Great G R E A T. You know. I'm building my website right now, but um, my goal is to have this up and running soon, at least by the fall. Uh, I've, I've been very fortunate to be brought into this world with such a beautiful family and some great friends. Thank you for being a part of that, Jess. I really no, appreciate no you as well. Thanks for having me on. Very productive. 
Thank you. I, I, I mean, like, thank you. I feel like I can take some things away from this conversation, even though I'm a part of it. I, just speaking with you, the ideas are flowing, and I'm like, you know what? I take some of this away and, 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 and implement it right now. Make sure I get my reading in, because I want to make sure I'm in line with my, with, with, with my goals. And, right. And, you know, and broadening my horizon. So, And I just want to let you know that I appreciate you, and thank you for having me on. Thank you, Jerry. I appreciate it. All right. All right. Take care. Have a good night. So it seems the key to changing those habits that we really want to change is very simple. Take those small steps in the same direction. Building a big life-changing habit can be difficult. It's hard to keep the willpower going long enough to see the change. But hey, that's life. Life is full of challenges, but we must continue to move strong and jump those hurdles. Marinate on that. Let, let it let it sink in deep like we was marinating some nice salmon or some nice grilled chicken breast. Or some nice tofu. <laughs> or some nice tofu, yes. Because I know you do the vegan thing. <laughs> I am all for it. Listen, I want to start Meatless Monday. That is going to be the next goal because I appreciate the vegan community so much and I understand why why we do what we do in the vegan community. Now, um, I'm, I want to make a transition. I will say that. Let's put that out there. I've thought about it. I spoke to many nutritionists about this. And, you know, we're on, the, we're on, I, I'm not ready just yet. All right. But I've been thinking about it. And, you know, well, I got vegans, back. some vegans are hardcore, though, you know, and they really, like, serious and really cutthroat. Just have some patience with your boy, J-Mac, man. Have some patience with your boy, Jerry Mackey. 